it's your old friend the Molly Madness, and welcome to this, the 25th episode of the Jellyfield Donna podcast. Woo! Here we go. Isn't it great that we're able to actually do these on a regular basis now, and we Absolutely. don't feel as bad doing 25 episodes in the space of two years? It's great, lads. <laughs> it's fantastic, you know? Um, so yes, we're we're here as ever to uh, talk you through the uh, magical and wonderful Indigo League, but definitely get better with age. Um, trust us on that one. So um, I mean, better with age is kind of relative. It's okay now. It will take a sink for about <laughs> twenty odd episodes, and then it'll get okay again. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there will be a section of this where these are the episodes you deliberately didn't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whether whether it be because it was boring, nothing happened, or you had an epileptic fit. Either one. <laughs> They're, they're all going to be interesting podcasts to listen to, so strap in, folks. Um, but for this episode where we left you last, obviously, uh, Ash has now finally got a Marsh badge. Um, mm. Such a brave boy by taking on Sabrina out of sequence, but uh, fair play to him. His third badge where he didn't actually win? No, he, 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 he had the moral victory. Like He, <laughs> he outthought his opponent, which is great. Oh. That's what you wanted. Um, yeah, so it would be it would be nice, like maybe like every now and then, actually earn the badge. But that's like, I mean, like what, that's what, just what? too much. That's just the, exactly yeah. I mean, like where would that ever happen again? Um, he says like he's going to win the league, and this is the kind of raw that he has to it. To be fair, you can tell why he didn't. It's like oh, you ended up in ended up in the round of thirty two. Yeah, this is fucking why you didn't earn anything. <laughs> you literally looked out seven times. Nevertheless, so uh, on our twentieth episode, we are doing a fantastic filler episode called Primate Goes Bananas. Because um, again, it's a bit too early to head to Celadon City now. We have a route to go to after all. So uh, why not just uh, do some filler while we're here? So, and especially if you think about this in the yellow version, mm. they moved where, Pranky, where Mankey lived. They did, yeah. So that's that right. it would be just outside of Celadon City. Into that one tuft of grass where yeah. it's just like, it's like a, here's a route, we don't have enough space, it, it, it's a road, it's, yeah. it exists. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. It is like the most like useless fucking route in the game. It's just like yeah. there's literally nothing there except for total grass with Pokemon you've already caught. Unless, and Mankey. And Mankey, yeah. And um, although in gold and silver, I remember that's where you, you, that's the only place you can catch Houndour. Yep. Which is like, oh, that's a rarity to have like what is relatively late, late game. So something. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah, the show opens with a shot of Professor Oak's lab uh, back in Palatown. Uh, he's sipping on a cup, saying nothing like a cup of tea to start off his day. Doesn't even be much of a day to be honest. Um, but however, never. Uh, Polywags are standing on lily pads. We have a slowpoke floating in the shot, doing his bit, which is mm-hmm. basically just being a. This is what uh, this is what being a professor is. Yes, literally, like <laughs> everything's in. Yes, he's retiring. That's what it is. He's 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 a retired professor. He doesn't have to do all that weird science shit now. He just has to like drink tea and be around animals. It's a living. You have to say that. And mm. um, we also see a poly where people are in the corner. I don't know why I'm drop, name dropping all these Pokemon because they don't count as part of the Pokedex. Um, <laughs> So we, we and then we get all the stuff. He's like, look at all these Pokemon Ash doesn't even have yet. <laughs> see that Polymorph? Yeah, it's not taking twenty fucking episodes to see that one. Just setting up it... how much further ahead I, Gary is. Exactly. Yes, yeah. it's very it's it's a very good device for that. Like, um, and much to the point. We see Bellsprout. We see a Dojo uh, running past camera as well. And then we see what Oak is actually doing. He is in a blank room. Uh, he has a lovely kind of view of, of a pond in the background. Mm-hmm. And after a few seconds of eternal silence, a uh, phone rings and disrupts the whole thing. And of course, it has to be Ash. But um, again, what I love about this is that it's Krabby that's carrying the actual like fucking the, the one Pokemon he's actually sent to Professor Oak. Yes, <clears throat> which is which is which is kind of gas, like because you can literally see like <laughs> at least he's decided early on like some Pokemon are meant for the box and they you know, they never say in the team. Um, so yes, Krabby brings the entire fucking telephone box to to Oak here. Again, even though it's a video phone, it is quite a heavy bit of text. So at least at least the Krabby's useful. Um, so Ash does uh, appear on screen and say good good morning to Oak. Uh, Oak was expecting this call as he's heard some good news. Uh, and Ash says, yes, I've got four badges. I was like, only four badges? <laughs> Whip. Just like purely like shuts him down immediately going like, uh, it was just the keyword only four badges. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Just pointing out, the only ones that we know that they have beaten at this stage is Misty and Brock's. Hmm. Because no one be- beat Surge before Ash came along. Yes. And nobody beat Sabrina. Mm. So there's two mystery badges that they would have, at least two mystery badges that they would have gotten by the time they made it here. Yeah. Or Ash is just that dense. He's just that dense. He's actually just missed the entire east side of Kanto. Yeah. You know, whereas like like in the games, like games laser focused, like your your person has decided I'm having these eight badges. Yeah. You know, whereas like oh like that that one over there in the other town, no, it doesn't count. I'm not, I'm not going to the Seafoam Islands. Fuck that. It's too cold out there. And. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so obviously uh, Ash collapses and he has his legs up in the air, which is a, a, a regular pose for him in this episode, to be honest. Um, uh, Oak then tells him that all of his other rivals, Gary and the two other uh, children from Palatown, all have five badges. Um, and uh, Oak uh, warns Ash that he's fallen behind. Uh, and Oak is uh, saying that Gary has caught 30 Pokemon. Now, I'm going to be honest, lads. Like, for this part of the game, like, 30 Pokemon is a bit shit, like, when you think about it. Yes and no. Like um, I always thought that whenever you were playing the game and your rival said, "Oh, I've caught twenty five. Oh, mm. I've caught forty five now," that is kind of pushing the upper end of what you're able you're able to get by that stage, unless you're going out of your way to get something of everything in yeah. an area. I think what they probably um, mean is they turn like different thirty different species of Pokemon rather than yeah. like me going like, "Oh, you didn't evolve them either," you know? Mm. Yeah. So, maybe that could be the case. I mean, is that why Ash goes out and catches 40 Tauros later on in the season? To make up the balance, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> to be fair, if I, if that, that's great kind of like childlike logic in a sense. It's like, oh, he's got 50 Pokemon, fine, I'll catch 50 Weedles. There, checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will have an entire army of Gyarados, eventually, maybe. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, obviously Oak says then he hasn't had any Pokemon since the crappy he caught. So, uh, all, already we have a frame of device for the episode. Ash has to catch another Pokemon, yeah. right? So, we've already set out our soul there. That's our A story. Um, and Krabby then appears in view and goes, Clappy Clappies, this is, this is all I do here. <laughs> or worse than that. Fairness, this is only maybe two or three weeks after the um, after Krabby was caught. Uh, yeah, with the giant Pokemon. So, it would have been like six or seven. Episodes oh ago. yeah, actually yeah. been a good while since he got something new. Yeah, because we actually had some important episodes in that time. Yeah. So that's what made us forget about that episode completely. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yes, Oak says they're having a great time. They enjoy tea time and they're writing poetry together. And um, one example is every day it's cake and tea, just like Pokemon and me. It's not your Pokemon, Oak, but fair enough. Um, and he's there in like his traditional garb and uh, Krabby's holding cake in his claws. I would like to know what the Japanese, the original Japanese poem was. Was it going to be that terrible? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it has, it, it, it's, a, it's something uh, not too dissimilar. Something profound. It was actually a haiku. Um, and they, had to, they couldn't <laughs> they have any, you can't have any Japanese stuff in this cartoon like, because um, that's, that's cultural contamination, you know. Um, so, uh, Oak obviously asks for Ash's advice on that and uh, he obviously admits he doesn't know about poetry and neither does Oak by the sound of it um, he then says that Pokemon training is a lot like poetry he can't write without good rhymes and Ash can't be a good trainer without good Pokemon real fucking James Joyce there Professor Oak <laughs> really can't, can't take better than that and, Oak, and then Oak just hangs up because his tea is getting cold which is a great cop out just going like I'm just oh, sick of yeah. I'm just sick yeah. of talking to you now um, so yes he, zoom, he zooms out to a barren road of tumbleweed and we get our opening titles from there so um, yeah like which I said, gives the plot away of the episode it is pretty much that it's just like it, it's actually telling the viewer this, this episode is not important but stick around we're going to catch a Pokemon mm. so you know that's the start uh, so when we do come back to the opening titles uh, Pikachu and Misty are sitting and eating rice balls as Ash walks back dejected no they're not Jonathan they're not eating rice shut the fuck up I'm getting to it Missy says he looks uh, he looks uh, down and out and he should have a donut and Brock says uh, pointing out to a set of rice balls that nothing beats a jelly filled donut. Oh, that's the name of the podcast. It is. We got there, which means that we don't have to do the podcast anymore. We've actually found the line. So um so guys, this is the last episode of the Jelly Filled Donut Podcast. There's no reason for us to continue. On the um, video version, there has to be that Leonardo DiCaprio uh, meme of him pointing. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I, I still, I, obviously, people have taken the piss out of this for years, but when you do look back on it and how look how stupid it sounds, yeah. like even like even even like your realm of possibility, you're looking at going that is not a fucking donut. There's no world. I would donut. love for someone a donut making company, yes. maybe based in Ireland, to come up with a donut that looks like that. So you want Offbeat to actually make a Jelly Filled Donut? Yes. Is what you're saying, like actual Pokemon Jelly Filled Donut? Yes. As opposed to the other Jelly Filled Donuts they've had since they've become Offbeat Donuts that they've yeah. actually been making. Just making them look like rice balls. Yeah. yeah okay, right. I mean, <laughs> someone has to know somebody at Offbeat. You know? Or maybe Kitchen of Madness could be a project. That could be a little project, yeah, you're right. We have quite a few, to be fair. So, so like yeah. a donut 
dipped in rice, wrapped in seaweed. Is that what you know? Kind of. It's donut smothered in marshmallow and shaped into shaped into the rice ball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're actually going for good flavors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, we weren't going for realism here. You oh, mad? Okay. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, if, if if they can pretend that's a that's a that's a donut, then we can have any creative license we can <laughs> with this. So yes, we'll, we'll put down the kitchen uh, madness. Mm, kitchen madness. Yeah, I'll put down the menu if you will mm. for later. Yes. So um, anyway, so this is all. Before the um, Americanization, localization started coming in and redrawing over the original picture. Yes. And th- this is just them um, looking to hoping that no one will notice. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, it's worth it. Like Brock says it like several times in the episode. Yeah. Where, like, they see like you just they cannot like brave the idea of like kids knowing about Japanese food. Um, Ashton explains that Gary has now five badges um, and uh, Missy goes, oh wow, you really are shit at this. Um, it's almost like you keep getting lost on every single road you have. If you just follow the damn fucking road, this wouldn't happen. I mean, she's not wrong. No, like that's the thing, like half the episode we've had so far is them getting lost somewhere. Yep. You know? It's, it's almost as if like the one skill you need as a Pokemon trainer is a natural sense of direction. It is nice to see he's getting kicked while he's down though. Good. No, he deserves <laughs> it. Um, so yes, uh, basically Ashton asks Brock uh, what's our next step and it is indeed Celadon City. Uh, that's next to their journey and Brock says if they follow this road here, this really one road, there's nothing else there. No, that's it. It's, it's, it's nothing Straight else. Straight line. Straight line. Just follow that road and you're there. And um, they'll basically make it, make it in a day. And then the narrator, for some reason, goes, Oh, I'm five minutes late for this episode. Shit, what happened? All <laughs> uh, right, yeah, okay. So um, basically, he just keeps talking, and uh, and Ash types up from hearing the narrator, apparently. Um, Missy Brock then both give Ash advice, and it has to be him that makes a Pokemon League, and it's quality over quantity, which is why he has to catch more Pokemon. That yep, doesn't that's, make any that's sense. Not at all. <laughs> But I think they're looking at what he has as a quality and they're at maybe catch a few more and then focus on building them. Wouldn't it be nice to just hold them, dude, you, you know you can evolve some of these Pokemon. You do you do get that, right? You don't have to don't always live in the actually side. gets that message because... No. Like, Char- like the, the Charmander's the only one. Charmander. Yes. Charmander. is the only one that you see going through that. Like, yes. And that was, if anything, by accident. Yeah. Like, so... Bulbasaur yeah. actually fights it. <laughs> he does, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I don't know. I can't remember. And Squirtle never evolves. Squirtle yeah. become never ever raised as a no. Happen. He he stay he stays a Squirtle because uh, he goes to back to the Squirtle squad after a while. Mm. So yeah, um. But anyway, uh, yes. So Misty immediately quips that he uh, he didn't listen, and which is true because I mean, why would you listen to that terrible advice? Uh. So at this point, Pikachu notices a rustling in the bushes and something appears from it. Dun, dun, dun. Ash brings out his Pokedex and explains it's a Mankey, a pig monkey Pokemon of the fighting type. Known for its impressive picking power. Um, so, uh, yeah, Mankey springs over to uh, Brock at this point, shimmies around him, and uh, again, now we see why they make such a big fuss about the rice balls, you see, because it's not, it, it doesn't make sense for a, a pig monkey to want rice balls, but a sugary, sweet, jelly filled donut. Yes. Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> um, so, yes, he, Brock then thinks he might want this uh, donut and offers well, him a donut. Do you wonder if they were able to add it out? Like reference, you know, oh, we love all this type of food mm. in other episodes, but the fact that it's so much part of the plot of this episode, yeah, they couldn't get rid of it. They, they, well, in fact, yeah, at this point in the in the series, they literally can't write the Japanese out of the show. You could just imagine, like, if the original Ghastly and Haunter episode was had like scenes with cheesecake in it. Yeah, potentially, yeah. And they're just like, no, we can cut that wholesale. <laughs> we don't need that for this episode. But they couldn't get away from it here. I was to say, there's like, there's like these like, tubs of wasabi that they're just like, <laughs> like colouring red instead. It's like, no, it's oh, salsa, yeah. of course. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't tap into that Mexican market, folks. Stop being wasabi. Um, it, like, that's why they're so delighted when they got to like season, like generation two. Whereas they said, okay, we can be slightly less Japanese here. We can just pretend the Kanto was just like traditionalist and mm. have to wear gowns and all that bollocks. <laughs> Um, so, <clears throat> again, Mankey then sees Pikachu also eating the donut, uh, and uh, basically Mankey takes up Brock's offer and springs up a rock, nibbles yeah. on that donut. Definitely donut, lads, stop asking questions. Um, Ash then notices it looks very happy, and Brock says that the donut is a special recipe, and it's made of rice and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no artificial ingredients, no added sugar, no, <laughs> no flavourings, no colourings. No deep fried. No deep fried, no, 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 no dough whatsoever. And um, so Ashley realizes, oh, I could do it with a fighting Pokemon. And um, so he starts Fair, reaching for a ball. Wrong. No, like fighting, fighting Pokemon in the class. Like I, I, I feel bad for fighting Pokemon because psychics exist. You know, that kind of in way. Gen one, yeah. Yeah, like it's it, it's one of those sad things where like okay, listen, it'll make mincemeat of certain types. 
Yeah. And in that, in those moments, are very crucial. But once Psyche comes knocking, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Anything, fa- anything fast, broadly speaking, because flying types are very fast as well, generation one. So, and as far as normals go, they were all like mm. the the best ones were all very high defense. Such yes. fighting wasn't as good. So your Snorlax and your Chanseys and Kangaskhan, yeah, and your Kangaskhans mm. weren't as weren't as risky to them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah, fighting just got the got 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 the bad, drew 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 party for um, yeah, and it still does in fairness because like it's like it hasn't even in the their later games you can't be like pin your colors onto one objectively good fighting type. It's always one of those ones that can be gotten to very quickly because someone yeah. will always know a good psychic or a flying type move. I know fairies yeah. as well. Yeah, just even kick the poor fuckers while they're down. You know, but like you you might have a good fighting move and that's enough to to yeah. get your team through. You know. Um, but yeah, like even a, in even in terms purposes of a playthrough and having a team, fighting types are always a good option. You know, just for early game, whatever sort of thing. You know, every, nearly every game has like a fight, a rocker, or a steel type gym, and it's just great just chopping the bastards to death. Absolutely. And so, um, so yes, he starts reaching for a ball. Missy questions why he's starting off with a Pokeball, but Ash uh, says he can't waste his chance. Again, not realizing you have to weaken the Pokemon first. <laughs> Quick balls like, don't exist yet. Nope, apparently not. Or at least he can't afford them. It's, yeah, it's just really frustrating because how many times has he tried this? Yeah. Um, like even thinking back to like the Pidgey and the you know. It worked with Pidgey. Well, well I think even Spiro as well. Yeah, Spiro. Spiro, you know, yeah. like um, like like legit, like he has not learned anything in those twenty episodes, and yet like every now and then he has like a show, a, a, like a, a brief glimpse of brilliance, and then oh, I for, he seems to have forgotten the basics again. Yep. You know, it just seems to be his 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 a uh, his a uh, regular uh, pattern at this point. So. Uh, he shouts that Mankey is his now and he throws the balls uh, Mankey throws back the donut and the Pokeball catches the rice ball uh, sorry donut instead <laughs> um, so it lands back in Ash's hands and Ash realises this as Missy Crips a donut Pokemon which <laughs> doesn't Don't tempt them which Did doesn't exist one? yet <laughs> not yet give it, a, give it another couple of gens um, didn't come in in Kalos where they brought you the cotton candy Pokemon no when, when they do uh, Gen 5 again they'll make uh, some poor fucker a donut oh, for the, for, just for the Yanks Oh, that, that actually oh, does sound terrible, doesn't it? Yeah, that really does. I, I fear for Jigglypuff. <laughs> Can you imagine Jigglypuff with just a hole through it? Like, oh. it's, it's going to be bad. Um, so Mackie then squares up and starts looking annoyed as Misty says Ash uh, has made it angry. And Pikachu is obviously hiding behind Ash here. The Pokédex then explains that the Poke- that Mackie can be calm, but can have a terrible temper, warning them that when it starts to thrash, it can take a while for it to settle down. It's like Zebra, but, you know? So you yeah, yeah, of, I completely you must re- get it. You must relate to this Pokémon. Oh, you really though. do. I yeah. do. Like, or you- spare time yeah. <laughs> I feed me donuts and I'll be happy if you try and take my donuts off me. I'll go into a thrash rage. Yeah. In fairness, when they were doing the Pokemon uh, Dex entry and they were saying that about the impressive kicking power, the only thing I could think of was you. So yeah. it checks out. Um, <laughs> I am also a pig monkey. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want this. Be, I didn't want to be personal. But there you go. <laughs> uh, so Ash doesn't understand what thrash means. So he, he frantically looking up a dictionary to see what the word means. But as he does, the monkey starts rushing towards him, and they all start running away. So. If he doesn't want to know what trash means, uh, he's going to fight out in about five minutes. So Missy gives out to Ash for bad manners, but not like in the little Mankey finished the donuts, because clearly that was the problem. Uh, and Ash quips that his mother never mentioned Mankeys. Miss um, Amoyne, on the other hand, very much mentioned them a lot for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so Brock thinks he made them taste too good, because clearly that's what it is. Like, have you ever had a donut that's so tasty that makes you feral? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have, seen, I have yeah. seen it happen with her before. Really, yeah? Yeah. off glaze. Pistachio glaze, either of them, I'm out the gap. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> just just flailing around. If you try to take it off for a while, like, it, it just goes curly. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Mankey immediately smashes up another donut uh, as yeah. uh, Brock throws it away. So, uh, that was the logic, basically, was that Ash, like, oh, maybe we'll try to throw another donut to make Mankey calm down. Brock not throws bad, it over. Not bad logic. Yeah. Um, it, the funny thing was that Brock at this time shouts Pokeball I was like okay no, no I don't want to do that this time uh, and throws the donut Mankey chops it completely and the, Brock's uh, upset that he's wasted a, go- a donut because uh, yeah, yeah like, uh, donuts are just so hard to find in this, um, in this Look, area they were his no. special recipe they are, no yeah. artificial ingredients no definitely not and, and the jam was a special blend of something <laughs> So they go to run away again, but uh, Missy trips over and carries his uh, Mankey lunges at her. Uh, Mankey hops onto her head and she leaps onto Ash uh, and starts attacking his face, which is funny. And um, Brock, uh, at this point, now again, if you if you have an animal attacking your face, the one thing that Brock says goes, "You okay? Y- you good? You want help? Probably not." 
so he's getting smashed around by Mankey, as you can imagine. Uh, when the dust settles, Ash is a crumpled mess on the ground and he surrenders, which is uh, the right call. So Mankey at this point takes his hat as his prize, uh, climbs up a tree, the tree and uh, bounces on it triumphantly. Again, in this juncture, I'm kind of sympathising with the Mankey here. Like, um, like if anything, the Mankey shouldn't be, should obviously like stand up for itself. But I think the main issue here is that Ash is not learning how to be a Pokemon trainer and therefore the Mankey punishes him for it. Like at no point does he get Pikachu to defend him. Nope. Like literally, like all the Pikachu has Pikachu to do is just action. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if Pikachu's going like here, if you don't want my help, I mean, well, fuck me then, right? Like, I guess I'll just eat all these delicious jelly-filled donuts that have been prepared for me. You know, it's fine. Lucky he's full. He is. That's what he is. He's weighed down by. Uh, <laughs> I am donuts. too full to deal with this shit, Ash. Oh, <laughs> give me more donuts. Food coma. Is there going like I'm in a diabetic food coma? Fuck off. All that jam. Rice. Oh. I mean, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so, uh, Team Rocket, uh, of course, are watching from nearby cover because mm-hmm. it's around the time of the episode where they are watching from afar, uh, and they realise now is the perfect time to pick to capture Pikachu with a twerp out of action. And they're going to make a surprise sneak attack, uh, Jesse believing that catching this Pikachu will put them on the board of Team Rocket directors. Why? I'm not going to lie lads, like, catching one Pikachu is not going to do that. Like, they, yeah, like, they go to the board and like, yay, we caught this Pikachu! And they'll be like, and you've spent your, our entire blimp budget on this? Your, your, your point is, have you ever, have you been to the power plant? Yeah. Like, What's a power plant? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, and in fairness, like, like this is not just the only Pikachu in the land either. This is not like a legendary Pokemon. Yeah. We have literally seen swarms of Pikachu before. Pick one and pretend that that's the golden child. There, job done. And you know, it's not like they'll ever test it. No, of course not. It's like they just throw it in with the rest of the fuckers. Yeah. Um, so James, uh, obviously, uh, it goes one better and says that Team Rocket could take over with the world somehow with this one electric mouse. Because again, what are ground type Pokemons? Um, Jesse asks uh, him look ground type Pokemon are weak at the ho- you know, at the tip of the horn that's where they're weak <laughs> yes that's how or it works or weak to sprinklers yes that's it that's <laughs> clearly how it works and again we should always use that ba- battle as an example to the rest of the ground type Pokemon uh, remember this could happen to you um, um, Meowth then fobs them off saying that they are literally are dreaming which is good and I'm glad that even the cat here is being realistic about the, these mm-hmm. things but uh, they stop him from giving out uh, Jesse Chosen with all the yarn and uh, immediately distracts the mouth. So comedy style into Team Rocket here, folks. Um, so Ash is waking back up here then as uh, Brock uh, notices how much the Mankey has beat him up. Ash uh, asks where his hat has gone and notices that Mankey's wearing it up the top, up the tree. Um, so <laughs> he's not happy as he sees it bouncing along. So he demands yeah. it back and Mankey turns a cap and mockery throws something as if like, <laughs> see, I can catch Pokemon better than you can. I mean, Mankey... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is kind of funny to be fair and it says again it says a lot about Ash if the actual Pokemon are mocking him for his technique yeah you know it's like, where, where have you ever seen have you ever seen a fucking like yeah, wildebeest like giving out to a lion going oh roar like it doesn't work that way or if it does as we see as well like some of them will have to even demonstrate how to catch themselves for the for Ash <laughs> I will voluntarily go into the ball yes because I, I'll, do, you know, I'll show you what you're meant to do and then you can try this the next time okay yeah exactly we'll, we'll workshop it <laughs> yeah um, so Missy then uh, says that Ash can just get another hat but Ash uh, is not having it he says it's a principal and he starts approaching the tree it's trick. a collectible yeah it is yeah um, <clears throat> he's too, yeah, Missy just says you're just going to get hurt again and he again he stands back saying it's mine and he's starting to kind of actually like straddle the tree here um, so Missy then asks okay fine what is so special about the hat and Ash says it's irreplaceable because he won it at the Pokemon League Expo uh, which is presumably a real thing uh, Brock and Missy then look at each other uh, and we see a flashback then of this uh, climactic char- battle between the Charizard and the Blastoise mm-hmm. and then we turn out oh it's just advertisements because uh, <laughs> we get a shot from uh, basically it's a fire, fire shot and a water shot causes a steam explosion and it basically hat emerges from the from the steam we then see the hat popping out of a Pokeball um, which I found very funny because uh, on the ball it says like uh, P-O-C-K-E-M-O-N and then leg so it's like, oh wow, you really yeah. fucked up that translation, didn't you? Oh wow, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it was so terrible. I mean, you look at it back when you when you notice it again. It's like, oh Jesus, that's terrible. Because <laughs> um, like it just it, it actually does look like they just ran out of space on the ball to write. Yeah, e. and you had to put the e in the wrong place. They put the e in the wrong place, and then they put in a c where there shouldn't be. Yeah, it's like they couldn't. I think at the time they couldn't probably decide if it's called oh, Pocket it? Monsters. Yeah, it was like Pocket Monsters League is what they were kind of 
expecting. Um, I think we're just going to get a syllabus here. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that look terrible? <laughs> that is so bad. Yes. But uh, the bottle's not what we're here for. The hat itself is a limited edition hat. That's what the whole gimmick is. It's the official Pokemon League hat. And then we see a, a shot of uh, Charizard and Blastoise making the, the peace signs with the, with the uh, hats on their heads. Which is, uh, it suits Blastoise. So that explains why Ash does that peace sign whenever he does something good. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming, oh, actually, I don't think it's a peace sign. It's the kind of the, the victory pose, kind of a very kind of common one. Mm. Um, but Brock then says it's a, it, it is an official hat. I mean, who are we to disagree with with the flashback? I mean, we all saw the flashback, right? And uh, Missy doesn't recall uh, the hat being a thing. But like, was, they're both gym leaders. How do they not know the merch? Because they're busy themselves. doing gym shit. Like, like the, the XO is probably just for trainers. Like, they're too old for that shit now. They, they've got responsibilities. Like, Brock, Brock has, like, a family to deal with, and Missy has, like, his her really annoying sisters. Like, I've got no fucking time to go to an expo, you know? But it's an official hat. It is an official hat, yeah. <laughs> but that we only see Ash wearing, because everyone else is like, oh my god, the state of that. It's, yeah, I mean, like, it is tacky merchandise. Like, I mean, would you wear, like, a shirt from E3? I wouldn't no. want people to know I'm, I went to fucking E3. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I just get laughed at. I'd, I'd, I'd lose all my gamer rep if someone knew I went to E3 and pretended to like it. Um, so anyway, yes, uh, Brock says it says it's official. Missy doesn't recall it being a thing, but Ash says he had to send in a million postcards to win it. And then Missy remarks that's probably why she doesn't remember it, because she didn't send in any. <laughs> no. Again, she had more important things to do than win a fucking hat. She probably sent no as, like, um, as a, get, you know, a promo pack to the gym leaders, and gym leaders just fuck it away. Like, oh, like they're, they're the influencers. Yeah. They have to like promote it. Like, okay, here's your hat. Here's your special fucking... I can't wear it with my hair. That's a crack of Missy impression, to be fair. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Brock uh, is remarking that losing a hat is like looking, lo- looking, losing a best friend. As Pikachu goes, dude, uh, I'm fucking right here. <laughs> so, what's worse that his best friend is a hat or his best friend is a rat? <laughs> rat or a hat, people, you decide. What's a better friend? Um, I want, I want there to be two different camps here that like have decided. Like, experiment for us, right? One going week with a rat as your best friend and another for a hat. What, which one is higher maintenance, lower maintenance? What, what more do you get out of it? You know, and get back to the next week. Or by the time we record this next month. Yeah. So uh, Ash starts shimmying up the tree then. Uh, he's getting close to the top where Mankey is sitting. Uh, gets uh, too close and Mankey smacks it down again. And uh, Ash falls on the tree and lands head first. Which hopefully will do some damage, but I doubt it. Um, At this stage, I don't think there's anything too hurt anymore. No, like I said, it's, 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 you're actually like hitting something hollow there. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing to, to damage. He didn't bounce. <laughs> he just like he just got, got stuck in frame. So I was just like, yeah, no, he actually just got stuck in the dirt. It's fair play. Uh, so we hear someone approaching. Sounds like Jesse, and mm. indeed it is Team Rocket with no disguises. They literally just like walk out on the road and yeah. start fighting. Um, they ask if uh, Missy and Brock are happy to see them. I can imagine not. Uh, but before they talk more, Mikey appears and just straddles the faces of each of them, which is such a weird visual. It's like, hello, hello, hello. It's like. Is, is Mikey my, do- my, my dog? Yeah, I was thinking, like... I think it is. That is similar to how Tina greets anyone yeah. who walks in. She literally, do, she literally just go, goes and targets them out. She is the most, like, the most dangerous sexual predator I've ever seen. You know? I, 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 I said we could change Tina's name. What, the fucking Tina Epstein? Yeah, I think that's possible. Just Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she does have impressive kicking power. <laughs> for, just, for, for such tiny legs. Yeah. Um, she some jump on them. She does, yeah. Let's be fair, she's actually pretty shit at jumping. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> she's, lost, she's lost her spring, which means like when she tries, it's like one of those cats that like doesn't get purchased and just flails. You have to be there. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yes, they straddle the face of each tree and uh, J- James then kicks Mackie away to get the buzz off yes. as uh, Brock and Missy go, oh, you fucking idiot. I thought he was the stupid dumbest one here and he's literally head first in the ground. But... Um, as it happens then, Mikey lands by a nearby rock in the kind of same pose as Ash, which I kind of like, I, lo- I love the visual there because it means that Ash and Mikey are in the exact same headspace. Yeah. They're the, they are the on the same level of intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which is good. Um, uh, Missy asks if they're there for the Pikachu and Rocket goes, no, 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 we just want to chat. Of course we're here with a fucking Pikachu. <laughs> Come on, people. Um, so when they start arguing, the Mikey springs up and uh, has glowing eyes, which we all know what that means. Uh, Rocket starts doing the motto with uh, extra sparkle and glamour and fabulousness um, and uh, when it's all finished Ash says can, you, can we do this tomorrow? I'm having a major hat crisis which um, I don't think you'd ever have a major hat crisis unless like it's a special oh, well, My dog tried to eat my favourite hat and I was upset about that <laughs> but, um, So I she, she I was going to bring that up at the end of the episode but like 
this episode should resonate with you. There's a lot of resonation with this between, you know, me being manky mm. and loving jelly filled donuts. Yeah. And losing my hat. I'm glad they wrote this episode specifically for you back then. Mm, yeah, Knowing like, that in 20 years time you'll review it as part of a podcast. Yeah, and it, I'm getting all the feels right now about losing my hat. And um, I'm just glad, I'm glad it's okay. It's alright, it's fine, it's fine. You, you, you'll get over it. Um, so, so <laughs> caring. It's on the shelf over there. <laughs> that right is so place. caring. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm friends with a snapback. I mean, like, yeah, like, those things are cost a, 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 a pile of penny, like, you know? <laughs> Um, but it's limited edition. It's limited edition. It's, it's, it's the only hat ever to exist in, in history. Yep. So, uh, as I said, like uh, basically, he Ash does politely ask, "Can you still people during the time?" They go, "No, we're here. Let's let's do it." So Brock says, I mean, "Why would they say, okay, we'll give you the day, we'll come back tomorrow?" I don't know. Maybe like because they are pretty thick. Yeah, in fairness, <laughs> I do. I I want to feel like there is like one episode where they actually do just come back the next day. <laughs> like, ha See, we we fulfilled our promise because we're actually quite sound like that. To be fair, um. So again, Brock says, "If they don't leave, they're gonna get whipped like Ash did." And Mia scoffs by who? Um, and Brock's, normal type. Yes, well, of course. I mean, if anything, the arrogance is strong with this one. Um, so Brock then says it's going to be Mankey. Um, neither Jesse James knows what that is, which is always a bad sign. You think actually Mankey would be a very good team rocker Pokemon, but yeah. I guess not. Yeah, no. I guess it's a, they want things that comply. So, um, so yes, uh, James assumes then that it's the one that the one they think they kicked out of the way. And when they turn back, they see that Mankey is glowing Aww. and getting bigger and evolving. Yep. Growing bigger and bigger, close above a popping vein on its face with snarls and growls. And uh, Team Rocket sh- starts shrieking that it's evolved. Dun dun dun. And we'll follow that back after yeah. this commercial break. Oh. But we don't have commercials on this podcast, as we all know. But what we do have instead is. Fantastic. Never fails. So, uh, when we left this last, uh, guys, um, I um, beat my uh, all my personal record of, uh, of getting uh, <laughs> Pokemon really quickly, um, which means I've, I've, I've charged into a, a very comfortable aid, uh, so much so that I won't be caught in this episode, but I'm hoping to ruffle um, some, uh, some feathers here with this one. So, um, we, might, so. we may not catch you this time, yes. but you're also drawn, you're up quite a, bit, quite a few times for the next little bit, so... Yes. So we stand to catch up to you. At in, in this kind of session we're doing, yeah. yeah. So you, you you might get there. Um, so again, again, if you're not familiar with the uh, with the gimmick lads, uh, I'm literally going to give out details about a Pokemon, and so to my two other uh, colleagues to guess it, and the quicker they get it, the more points they earn. Mm-hmm. So as we always do on this, we're going to start off with the Dex entry. This one is from Gold, and as we all know, always believe in yourself. <laughs> so Dex entry is it usually hides in tall grass. Because it dislikes fighting, it protects itself by kicking up sand. Okay. Burkbot, it's to your guess first. Uh, you do need the points here, to be fair. It usually hides in tall grass. Because it dislikes fighting, it protects itself by kicking up sand. Um, the first one that came to mind... Is 
Go Drio, okay. Spiro. Uh, you're both wrong. Well done. Okay, so the next one I'm gonna give you an ability of it. Okay. Which is Keen Eye. It's one of the Nidorans. Whichever one I haven't said before. I do believe that both like, both of them are available. So you, you're gonna have to pick against your pick a gender here. Which which one do you prefer, Bert? The boy one. Nidoran male, okay. See, Pet does have me thinking it's a flying type. So, have you thought, James? I, I, Bert, but I think you have it there. I think you have it at the male leader on, but I'm going to go with the female leader on. Go for, you're both going to go for leader on. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you're both wrong. Damn! <laughs> so, I'm going to give you its height. It is exactly one foot. Like, this has to be a, fir a first form thing. That knows Peck. And was it inner focus is its ability? Yeah, keen eye. Keen eye. Spiro? Already said. No. That was well. Um. Uh, Peck? Keen Eye. Like, since Peck, I would have also thought it might have been Goldeen, but it picks up dirt, it picks up sand, that's not Goldeen. <sighs> so, Barbara, this is your twist again. Yeah. I am going to go with. Pidgey does eventually get Peck in, uh, in yellow, so it was, it's like one of those ones where they didn't think of it mm. and then they fix it in yellow, so it does unfortunately count. Damn. So hard look there, um, but two points for it, Bob. So two points. Two points. Two Comeback is on. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh boy. The, uh, nothing says the fight back then, getting it right on the fourth go. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, two points are, you, are yours and uh, you are currently standing at 24 and you still have seven to catch James. Mm -hmm. Okay. And set another seven to catch me. So, no, you, you get there. I can do it. You can do it. You can, you can make it there. You know. So, um, still all to play for in, in that sense. Um, so when we return back to the show, um, doesn't turn back. Does it not? Nope. Oh, in Gen One or is it or, or at all ever? Okay, right then. Um, <laughs> so James, um, you before we move on with the rest of the episode, um, you have some news from the bar room here. Uh, You've contacted Professor Oak. <laughs> yes. Pidgey never learns Peck. Never learned Peck, yes. yes. That's a It has big pecks as an ability. That is perhaps what has uh, had thrown me off. Yeah. But yes. So I gave off the wrong information, so because of that, um Oh that's so sad. He has an ability to do a big peck but then can't peck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's oh. weird, isn't it? Isn't that kinda sad? It is, yeah. <laughs> Just so much how shit that bird is. <laughs> um so yeah, so what so what is our referee decision on that then? So I so we took out Pidgey from contention yeah. when it, we heard Peck was You did. Well I, yeah. I said it out loud though, so that's influenced you as well. Yeah. So that was what dismissed Pidgey from yeah. that point on. I'd say from that point it would have gone to either of us would have given Pidgey so, the next goal because we yeah. had already said it's early stage. Mm. You had and name drop Pidgey as well. So yeah. I think what we'll do is, as a as, as a fair enough, because again, if you give us the wrong information, then like obviously you're disqualified. So what I'll do is I'll give you both four points for it. Because, oh! Because I think the best way of doing it is that, like, well, it was my fuck up. So yeah, so like I said, the Pokemon was Pidgey. I gave off the wrong information. So both of you get Default. Default. Two sweet words in the English language. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that means that uh, Burpa, you're now on 26. James nice. is 35. Nice. Where you're three behind me now. Same as my age and everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. Shh. Yeah. Shh. 
sure. She's been 25 since the start of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't use that excuse. I'm, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with the inevitable time, roll of time. <laughs> so, uh, when we come back to the show then, uh, eventually after that shambles of a who's that Pokemon, uh, we, we return to the popping vein as we see more of the evolved Mankey. And as it, we hear shouts in the background, the Pokedex calls it a Primeape. Explain oh. that if, it makes, if you make contact with it, it will chase you forever. Um, again, very Tina-like behaviour, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. um, so Team Rocket looks at Primeape twitching in front of them, and they fall yeah. it off as a, as a furball, and they switch back to capturing Pikachu. And I, I mean, don't ignore it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, why don't you catch it? You've got whips. Take the thing, and use it for yourself. Um, so yeah, Team Rocket bring out both Ekans and Coughing here. Uh, Pikachu squares up to fight, but before they do... He'd Primate... be a great one to actually have on their team, because they don't have any psychic Pokemon. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Or fly on a. But in fairness, well, in fairness Pidgeotto doesn't do anything, so even if they did yeah. have it, it's not like Pidgeotto would be a threat. I get the feeling Ash wouldn't realise that like flying is somehow good against fighting. Yeah. yeah. yeah that just would not register with him at all. Um, so yeah, that's fair. But um, but Prime hits Jesse from behind before Pikachu is able to fight them, and she's launched like a land dart through the entire battlefield and lands head first in the rock. So a lot Fantastic. of Fantastic. A lot of, lot, of, lot of concussions in this so episode. Right into a Looney Tunes episode. Man. It's great. I, I love it. Um, all I'm waiting now is for a fucking coyote to, to flop down on top of everybody. It's yeah. classical music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse slides down and she stands up back up irate that her perfection has been ruined. Uh, I think she means her face, I can't tell. Um, saying that she, the Primeape is going to pay, uh, Jesse tells the Pokemon to forget about Pikachu and attack the Primeape. Um, Meowth tries to reason that Pikachu is the priority, but team, James says Team Rocket always puts beauty before duty. That's probably <laughs> why they always fail. Um, so Ekans and Coffin gets into a scrap with Primeape. Yep. Uh, Jesse and James and Meowth then jump in as well. So it's a big scramble, big fucking Looney Tools brawl. Uh, uh, and basically uh, they all get involved into it so Missy says that this is their chance uh, to escape as Ash is picked up by both of them and they start running away Ash then notices that his hat is on the ground and shouts out for it Pikachu notices this and all credit to him springs back to retrieve the hat why couldn't he have sent out Pidgeotto go get the hat and meet us again at this point the writers forgot oh shit he has a bird yeah this could have been a slot again it's always the same thing it's, it's like a contrivance it's like okay you have a, you're going against a fighting Pokemon don't bring out the thing that it's strong against it yeah. so we can put over the fighting Pokemon. It's it's one of those stupid things in writing. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like, the, it's like they're trying to make you forget about it so yeah. that you don't call them out on it 20 years later on the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, clearly that's what they were worried about at the time. So, uh, Primeape then is standing on top of a pod of Team Rocket, uh, victorious in its battle. The Primeape then uh, jumps right in front of the hat before Pikachu gets to it and Missy warns Pikachu not to look at it in the eye. So uh, Pikachu starts peeking here at this point, and we always see his uh, Primeape's taint. Going back in the conversation we had a <laughs> about Pokemon Genitalia, uh, Pikachu then keeps peeking, walk looking more upwards as it does. You see its nose, and eventually make eye contact. Just can't mm-hmm. can't help it. So um, Pikachu then just looks petrified, going like, "Look, I know, I'm sorry, I just had to do it. It's Pokemon training battles. You know how this goes." Uh, and Primeape, um, it is now that is a death sentence. It is. Yeah, yeah that is exactly how it works. Uh, Primeape then dons the cap and starts laughing. Think it's brilliant. Ash uh, says that his cap is misequipped. It didn't even send a postcard, which is uh, <laughs> kind of a good line. That now. was a good That's line. A good line. So Ash tells uh, Pikachu to uh, use a move, and the move indeed is Thundershock, which uh, actually does hit Primeape successfully. What if he had only used that before Primeape evolved? Before, yeah. Well, shockingly, what, what would have happened, James? He would have caught the Pokemon successfully. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yep. Anyway, um. Uh, yeah, Primus just takes a shot and starts flailing even more. Mish Asha thinking that it's definitely making it matter, which is true. Uh, as he tries to figure out what's doing next, Brock has a theory, um, which is great. I love it when Brock has a theory because he's often wrong. Yep. Um, he's not trying to steal his hat, it's afraid of us, right? So follow us on this journey here of logic. Brock explains that because he tried to catch it and James kicked at it, Primate stole the hat to get some attention because it's lonely. No, it's bad. My own, sp- because my it's own spell attack. check is going to go, what? <laughs> what the fuck? What is that sentence? No. no sense. No. Well, let's see if he's right. Brock approaches the primate, and Missy tells uh, Brock obviously to be careful as Brian continues to flail around. Brock tries to be nice to it, puts his arm around it, uh, says it to start smiling. Uh, primate then immediately hops on his back and starts hitting his kidneys. Yep. Um, I just, you know, I wish I had the strength of a primate that when... And uh, you know, an unwarranted man comes and tells me to smile a bit more. Yeah. That I could just trash. You could though. 
Like, literally, you just have to have the right kind of training. That's all yeah. it is. It's just not knowing, like, being able to switch your hips and then bam, 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 know where to hit them, you know? You hit, they hit the man at the weakest point. Well, I'm going to sign up to the next primate training session, I can see. Yes, yeah. And you can train with all your rubber pig monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, it's not a personal insult. She said it first, all right? That's how it works. Um, so, yeah, Brockton pleased, uh, pleads a bit to stop uh, saying that it really hurts. Yeah, that's what you get for being an idiot. Uh, Primate hops off and stares at Brock. Brock then, of course, meets the stare and he gets uppercut into the sky. <laughs> and it's a great visual of like like Brock just like sauntering yeah. back down there and spinning. Yeah. Like you can tell that someone's having fun just like rotating that <laughs> animation. <laughs> <laughs> this is someone that has brought their kid into work today and is trying to impress them. <laughs> <laughs> Look like, at me, moving it in a diagonal. Ooh. Um, so as this is happening, Missy's remarking that he needs a better theory. Uh, and Pokédex explaining that once it uses Trash, its most powerful move, it goes completely out of control. Which is true to the game. I was just thinking, yeah. for a Primate's moveset, does it, it, does it have any better moves than Trash? Not at the time, because then you would have the likes of Cross Shop. That comes in a lot later, yeah. Yes. But Trash being a normal move, so you would have had Low Kick and stuff like that? Karate Chop, Me- Low Kick, mega, mega sub- kick. Uh, Submission maybe? I will actually consult the Pokédex at the end, so I can tell yeah. you then exactly what his moveset would be. Um, but yeah, like, like if anything, he's probably a pure fighting type than the matchup line would be. Yeah. Because with matchup, you could have argued you could have like jazzed it up with like an earthquake or a rock slide or shit like that. So it depends. Um, so yes, uh, as uh, basically this is happening, uh, Missy thinks that they're in trouble as Primate rushes after them. They run over. He, they run over the, t- the pile of Team Rocket as the chase is on, and Rocket wake up to see that see, to say that they are blasting off again with again real kind of Looney Tunes off yeah. pop type pose. Yeah. Um, so they start running into rockier terrain. Ash suggests they split up so they can lose the primate potentially. Missy agrees and they split up uh, at a fork in the road. Ash keeps going straight and the primate follows him. Missy's concerned, saying that Miss, uh, primate isn't uh, easy to lose, but Brock has caught up to Missy and is completely out of breath. As he would be, I suppose, after being uppercutted into the fucking sky. Yeah. Uh, Brock hopes Ash doesn't uh, look him in the eye as uh, Brock runs off. And Missy reluctantly uh, follows him because going like, oh shit, I guess there's going to be two people getting the shit kicked out of them here. Um, so uh, Ash is uh, just about keeping ahead of Primate as he dodges rocks that Primate easily smashes through. Um, so even at this time, Primate knew what rock smash was. In fairness, that was fun to watch. That, like, that's that's good, good, yeah. Good animation, just fun to watch that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your kind of stereotypical, like, um, you know, like Angry Beast smashes through the yeah. things are dodging type deal. Um, so we cut the Team Rocket then digging a hole in the path ahead again uh, we're really wearing our Looney Tunes uh, fucking references on our ha- on our sleeve here James saying that they want to play dirty they peep out of the hole to see a dust cloud in the background and Jesse says the moment the truth has arrived but then sees Ash and Pikachu with Primate close behind Ash dives into the hole and lands on Team Rocket um, which is good, to, good that they were there in fairness you know like, as a wrestling fan, it's very important that someone catches your dives, <laughs> and it goes really badly if it doesn't. So look at you, Katie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. So they, they, dive, they dive into the hole, and uh, everyone's land safe. Everything's fine. Um, so uh, when they do, uh, basically, Primate stops himself in time to, like, not fall in the hole as well. And coughing as a defense mechanism spells out some gas as Primate looks on. Ash uh, asks, why is a hole in the road? You know, who who do that? Like clearly he The like, council have just fucking really ruined things. Yeah, honestly, like uh, it's terrible. Um so uh yeah, Jesse then chastises coughing for uh, you know, farting essentially in a tight and close space. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Ash realizes then who causes the disruption and James calls for Pikachu uh, and uh, Jesse asks if Pikachu wants to have a ride on her head. That line doesn't make sense until you turn around to see that Ash's Actually, has Pikachu as on his head? Yes. Like, in, you know, he has Out no of hat. context. Yeah. He's he has using no hat, Pikachu so as a hat. Pikachu has to be his hat because his head is cold. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Pikachu is just sitting there because it's a bump. I just like the idea of having a Pikachu seat. <laughs> I do think Pikachu is starting to be jealous of how much Ash loved the hat and has decided, I'll I'm be your hat. I will be your hat now. <laughs> that makes complete sense, though. It's like, it's like, oh, hang on. I, oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you and a hat were best friends now, is it? How long is this going on, Ash? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, you knew him before me. Oh, I see. Oh, I see how it goes. All right, no, I'll just fuck off then. Right. I thought I was your first friend. That's right. I'll just go and meet up with Gary then, will I? Oh, that wouldn't go well, would it? Real gossipy, yeah. Uh, our Pikachu. Well, if Gary had him, would he be a Raichu? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Like, like, literally, like, Gary would evolve him into Raichu before he could even learn a move. And yeah. everything is like TM. TM from yeah. that point on. I will teach you everything you need to know. Yeah, fair enough. See, Gary actually teaches his Pokemon and trains them. 
Because he's a Pokemon trainer, you see. Like, Ash, Gary's the real hero here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ash and the other two kids who actually know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And all their Pokemon are going like, yes, no, we're a fantastic elite. We're buff and... What do you mean we don't have heart? What the fuck does that even mean? We're here to win. Come on, people. Um, in a football comparison, right? The three of them are like Man United, Man City and Chelsea. And like Ash is um, Burnley. Like they, they're, they're trying their best but they really don't have the tools to prepare for it <laughs> and every now and then they might spend money and go holy shit Burnley did the thing and yeah. then they just go back to being plain old fucking Burnley yeah you know okay. that's a great analogy thank you for that I, I, I've actually I thought I'd help you out there you know because mm-hmm. I think that I think that helps so uh, as, as I said Ash tells, tells Pikachu to use Thundershock which zaps everyone's stuck in the hole yeah. and Primate go, looks on and uh, goes oh this looks like fun and just hops in Ash scrambles, tries to scramble back out of the hole and Primate then cuts him off with a pass the two lock guys, Oak's uh, words of uh, of motivation starts ringing into in uh, Ash's My ears. My Gary has petty Pokemon. My Gary is brilliant. You My should be more Gary like Gary. My Gary has five badges. You only have four. Oh look, you only have a Krabby. <laughs> wow, you're shit at this. I need more people. I need Give more me Pokemon back to drink Pikachu. <laughs> I'm your real dad. Wait, what? No, what? What? So, again, we get a, we see a pose of the Primeape here as well. So, Missy and Brock then have caught up to see Asha saying that Oak was right. No more games and tells Primeape he's going to capture him. So, he, this is when Ash has his realisation that I can't be shit anymore. And he actually puts his head down and he gets better at everything he does. Uh, so, Missy then can't figure out why Ash has to be so stubborn. That Primeape is too dangerous with Brock shouting at him to forget about the hat. It's like, does anyone not care about the hat? Clearly not. Um, they just don't have their priorities right, lads. Honestly. Um, Ash says it's not about that it's about being a true Pokemon master I'm not letting any other Pokemon away with this basically so I was like okay you're actually trying to like you know control Pokemon that's that's cute that's, that's I, I'd love to see that and um, Missy remarks he's trying to look tough as Ash brings out Squirtle and tells it to use a water attack uh, Squirtle soaks Primate but he gets hot and blows it off his steam which I think is a good defense mechanism to be fair yeah, yeah. Um, and then also also makes you wonder Oh, hang on. Can Primate be the next firefighting type in Pokemon? <laughs> Let's uh, not go there. Firefighting. I don't think we've had that yet. We never had that before, no. Never. Never. Uh-huh. Not, not until the last uh, five times it's happened. Um, so, uh, obviously, Missy jumps behind Brock with that. Because he goes like, oh, wow, water didn't work. That's the only thing I'm good at. I'll hide. Um, and then Ash then switches out Squirtle for Bulbasaur, tries to use Razor Leaf. And Primate starts chopping the leaves coming towards him as well. And then Brock starts getting worried. Because he really likes leaves, I think. Um, it's a secret ingredient for the rice balls. What? Uh, no, they're jelly-filled donuts. Thank you. Jesus, don't fucking... Come on, man. There's people listening You'll to the You'll fix show. it in post. I, I will not fix it. I'm not that. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Holy shit. So, uh, yes, Primate starts uh, chopping the leaves. We they get another quick switch as Charmander comes out and starts uh, shooting fire at the uh, Primate, which it dodges and starts hitting Charmander. Charmander starts taking some really fucking big blows here yeah. um, mm-hmm. and Ash starts getting worried. But then we see a tail of its... like A shot of his uh, tail like kind of flickering, kind of like, oh, look, it's kind of like he's dying. And then suddenly starts getting bigger. I was like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? So uh, Ash consults that uh, the Pokemon has what's going on and explains that uh, Charmander's special attack is Rage. It gains more power the more it's attacked and will keep going until it falls. Ash Jokes on you, I'm into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, if anything, the life lessons from this episode is like, if someone's pissed off at you, get more pissed off. Yeah. And literally, no, don't, don't be emotionally mature, get angrier. <laughs> get mad. And... Um, Ash is obviously ecstatic not realising that it has his power and urges it on. Charmander starts fighting back the Primate, biting down on his fists, getting swatted away, starting, uh, starts shooting more forward. Nice little se- action sequence here, to be fair. Mm. Uh, and they separate, and Charmander starts st- uh, seems to be kind of building up something. You can see it, something like surging in its mouth. Uh, and Pikachu springs away. Ash tells it to attack. With literal fire in its eyes, Charmander lets loose, and Pikachu leaps just in time to snatch the hat off Primate. So it's a real kind of like, in, like last second um, rescue here from, from Pikachu. Because again, after all, we so have the, the same rival, the rivalry way. between Pikachu and the hat. Oh yeah, it's like now the hat owes him one. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, lads. I fa- I I I I've gonna put my money on the hat. I think like there's some secret <laughs> techniques there that no one noticed yet. You know, we don't even know what type it is. You know, like if you don't know your enemy, just saying. I, that that could actually be something that they would do now, like in terms of that they'll have a hat Pokemon. I mean, we're not too far away from it. I mean, like fairies are pretty much just things that just invade normal generic things and yeah. ghosts as well yeah. so you could just we've had hats. we've had keychains we've had things like that yeah so so like you, you have either a ghost or a fairy that is happy just hides in a hat yeah you know so and that, that, is, that hat is controlling ash this whole time ash isn't actually uh, a pokemon trainer he's just being controlled by the fairy hat i like that to be fair it makes yeah. so much more sense 
Yeah. They're like he doesn't understand social cues and things like that. It's because he, it's a Pokemon. It's, it's a hat. <laughs> I do like the idea now. We just we just eventually essentially written in a body snatcher Pokemon that looks like a hat. In <laughs> yeah. all of this, and I think that that works to be fair. I mean, invasion of the Dittos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you know from the very blank face. Just very happy, happy face. And um, so uh, as this happens, then uh, basically Ash realizes what's going on. Uh, and then Primeape is hit by a wall of fire and fair to say Primeape looks very well done at this point flops over mm-hmm. as he tries to stand the fight uh, Charmander stands crowd as Ash says he's going to take over now throws a tug Pokeball and catches Primeape successfully oh, oh I, no no now, he, now he's caught it there's like one little shake yeah to still kind of carry the point but Primeape is officially caught and Ash celebrates as he's congratulated by Misty and Brock who I think generally are surprised he caught a Primeape um, and Ash thanks Pikachu and Charmander for their uh, for their assistance. Team Rocket then asked themselves, uh, asked about themselves. It's like, what about us? We helped. No, you, you didn't. If anything, you just like generated the situation. Um, so Jesse says it's his fault that they ended up there and asks where where's Primeape. And Ash goes, uh, oh, we'll see for yourself. So they he throws the ball back into the hole and Primeape appears You're behind him. I think he'd never able to catch him again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just scarpers off with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, eats it like a jelly donut. That's it, yeah. <laughs> that would have been actually a great end to the, se- to the show, the episode. <laughs> it's probably eating the Pokeball. Yeah. That would have been good. Um, so Primeape then uh, appears behind them, starts scrapping them all until they're all uppercutted out of the hole and they officially go blasting off again. But again, as we always do in this episode, when Team Rocket do fail in their plans, it's yep. up to us to give them better ideas. On the episode, on the segment we're calling, What Should Rocket Do? Capture Ash's hat <laughs> and trade it for Pikachu. I mean, I mean you're not. I mean you're not wrong. In fairness, like, like we have established it, the the hat is his best friend. Yeah, it's a one in a kind hat. Yeah, apparently, apart from all the other people that would have won it over the years. So there we go. That that would be what I put forward. Mm. Find a way to get the hat, either get it off the ground as Mankey is beating the shit out of them yeah. or capture the Mankey for their own nefarious deeds and then they get a free hat as part of that as well <laughs> yeah as a event that has the bonus yeah yes I like that and, I like that and uh, negotiate you get the hat back if you give us the Pikachu I'm actually oh, happy with that plan to be honest I, like like I, I, I can't think of anything better than that yeah <laughs> I think you win <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm cool with that I'm happy with that plan because uh, again, it, it works on the same base level of intelligence as Ash Ketchum, and I think that's what really that's that's a real message here. Um, so again, Primate flails around as Misty says he's uh, certainly thrashed them, but on Tish, Ash uh, says that now on our side is he welcomed to the team, and Ash gets plopped in the face for his pro- trouble. Uh, Quippen it says he's he has to learn a bit about team spirit. Uh, I think Ash you could learn a bit about that as well, to be fair. Primate is standing on top of Ash as uh, Brock quips that he might want to hat. Um, Missy suggests uh, sending him postcards. <laughs> so again, yeah, I love. Oh, again, she's just, just throwing she, like, she got that one good chuckle, and she's like milking that. It's like postcards, <laughs> am I right, guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm definitely not bitter that I didn't wear it, win, win a hat. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, Ash, Misty needs to steal Ash's hat. That's the next episode. Yeah, give you it for the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> fairness, yeah. It's like, hang on, you have a crabby. You're doing fuck all with it. Give me the crabby for the hat. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I need something physical on my team. Something that's going to bonk things to death. Um, so obviously uh, Ash makes uh, both return. Uh, that's uh, That being uh, Prime and Charmander. Who obviously, Charmander, man of the match of this, uh, of this episode, in fairness. Uh, Pikachu shoot, shouts at something in the distance and everyone notices that Celadon City is right over there. Missy knows that thanks to Prime, they got there quicker. <laughs> Literally because they were chased there by an, a rabbit animal. Who knew? You get your destination. Um, I might remember that next time I have to travel down to you guys. I just get chased by a bear and I won't even need to take the bus. It just yeah. works as quick as that. Absolutely. And I'll lose two stone doing this. It'll be great. Yeah, maybe a hat. And maybe a hat. Oh, in fairness. I mean, I actually, no, I do need hats, in fairness. Um, so Missy notices that thanks to Primeape, obviously they've got there. It's now time to get another badge. The narrator wraps up as everyone happily runs through the canyon towards Celadon. But where I'm asking, uh, where I ask you, the Team Rocket land? Well, they landed, unfortunately, in a nest of Primeapes. Um, <laughs> and they uh, really did wish that he brought some donuts because you have to bring it back to the donut yeah. yeah so there is one thing actually does Team Rocket carry like 
Pokeballs with them, fresh Pokeballs to try to capture it. Eventually, yes, because I know that James does c- capture a, vi- a victory bell. And Jesse, out of frustration, catches a Lickitung. That's right, yeah. So they're surrounded with something that they could catch if they're not shitty. Pretty much. But they're like, saving them all for Pikachu. Yeah. It's yeah. like when you know you're going to go into, like, capture your legendary, you need to, you know. You go just up. stock up in 500 Pokeballs. Yeah. yeah. Look, if, if Team Rocket. One of these has to work. Like a Team Rocket, presumably they had prior knowledge of this area, they could have walked into that nest with actual fucking nets and caught the primates themselves. And then suddenly they can, attack, they can ambush, they can do like a highway fucking, highway ambush yeah. of the team and capture Pikachu that way. With There's my, want to change the balance of what should Rocket do. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Just come back in 20 minutes. With, 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 with 17 primates. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, yeah, that works. Um, so, but that is the end of the episode on that one. Um, so, uh, again, to sign off this episode, let's jump into our Pokedex to see what's up and updated. And uh, it's not going to come as a, much of a shock to you, lads. Um, the two Pokemon of this episode were Mankey and Primeape, yeah. so they're the two new entries. So Mankey, um, obviously a, a bit of a, a misnomer of a monkey. Uh, you'd be shocked to hear. Um, so the reason it's called a, uh, a pig monkey is that it's meant to be a baboon. Right, okay. Right, okay. So like mannerisms-wise and behaviour-wise, it's kind of like closer to baboon than actual like, combined pig monkey. I don't know why they didn't call it just a baboon, but I guess it's just a, maybe it's from design-wise, it looks better, mm. I guess. Okay. More like, because again, it's more like, it, Mankey was kind of one of the carryovers from actual pocket monsters, which is why it kind of has the more simplistic design, if you yeah. know what I mean. So I think that's, that's what they're kind of going for. I'm trying to think, did they give us any other baboons? They never, well, not not, not baboons in the, in the traditional sense. Yeah. But I think that, more so from like the... From like they give us different like different monkeys, monkeys and stuff like that, yeah. The fire, the fire, water and grass monkeys in Gen Five, the psychic monkeys in Alola. Alola, yeah, or under the thousand orangutans. So yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they have done different types of monkey, but I suppose this is the first one. Um. And like I said, they just they they I suppose they found it more amusing that uh, it was a it was a pig monkey as opposed to a baboon. Yeah. So you know, which is fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Also, it has big nose. Has not. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, although fun fact actually uh, Mankey's exception to uh, you have uh, played uh, Let's Go yeah. Picture and Eevee Ma- Mankey is the only is one of the few Pokemon that runs in front of the trainer instead of behind really? yes huh. you try- <laughs> I can see now going oh I want to try that now <laughs> that is one thing that I loved with Let's Go games is everything had its own sprite to follow mm. you or things like that um, although it would have been fun if they just had Primate chase you that would have been, yeah, that, like, if anything, like, there's a like, unique animation for, like, the trainer going, shit. Um, Sorry, you, know, you can't like, stop now. No, we can't. <laughs> you literally have no escape. Um, so, yeah, with that then, obviously, the evolved form was a primate. Um, yeah. So, if you, want to have a, if you want to have a general idea of what level the primate was, um, obviously, it evolves at level 28. Yep. So, it's actually quite a good haul for, 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 Ash. for Ash here, yeah. Definitely. Does he have enough badges to mind him? Ah, we'll see if we find out next time. No, he doesn't. He doesn't trust the primate, so yeah, so he can't tame it, uh, and that because he can't train things. Yes, exactly. He has no he's chance. Shit. He's terrible. Um. So yeah, obviously, primate is uh, one of the more. I suppose it's, it's the, the quintessential generic fighting type in yeah. a sense. It's one of those like every type does have a generic type. early game fight. Early game one, yeah, exactly. Uh, and in fairness, it's very good as a as like your fir- baby's first fighting type, and then you get find something that actually. Can last a distance, yep. you know. Useful in yellow against Brock. Yes, very that much so. That is what I would remember using it for. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, again, same again. Like primate, obviously, it's a bit of a pun on the primate yeah. uh, name. So, yeah. uh, although fun fact, in Chinese, and um, the actual literal translation of primate is fire bursting monkey. So in China, it is actually a firefighting type. So they, they were like predicting Chimchar. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese have been lobbying for Chimchar for quite some time. Gen 1 reference know, there. Yeah, Be proud of me. See, you know your monkey brethren. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Um, and yes, and literally the, um, the actual Japanese translation is literally Angry Monkey. Okay. So it's uh, that, that's the way it's gone. So very simplistic in that regard. Like obviously, again, this is one of those ones where they were like an original like pocket monster. So that's why yeah. the, the design is quite simplistic. So um, yeah, I, in fairness, I do like Primeape as a as a Pokemon, um, but it is definitely one of those ones where like it, it. I don't think I've ever used it seriously in a team though. I don't think so either. Um, 
Like it's it's it, it is it does have a lot of like attack and a lot of like uh, like uh, speed, but then so does everything else. Yeah. In that kind of bracket, so yeah, it's one of those ones that gets easily forgotten about. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So our current score on the Pokedex then after that then is uh, Ash has hit the big five zero when it comes to seeing Pokemon Yay! at last. But uh, again, he's only caught twelve, so <laughs> he's still look. He's still climbing up there. He's he's getting there. He's just another twenty eight, another eighteen to go to catch Gary. So yeah, good <laughs> good for him. This is also something that doesn't get sent to Professor Oak. No, definitely not. Jesus Christ, no. That that tea time got very fucking interesting then with the primate flies. It's lucky that he hasn't caught anything since he released Butterfree. Yes. Or, you know, per Professor Oak's tea time would be uh, too... It'd be ruined. Yeah. It'd be ruined. As you find or out. Or maybe that would calm down. Why are you dying? Well, tea... A nice calming cup of tea to well, calm down the primate. Well, speaking as a fellow pig monkey, obviously tea does calm you down. I have seen that before. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying... I don't want to make generalizations here on your species, but does that work on all pig monkeys? Uh, it could be just a, to, to me, to be fair. Yeah, I, I, I understand. But no, um, she's been domesticated. Yeah, she has. She has been handled. She has been. Uh, she's been trained, <laughs> if you will. And um, James has loads of badges, you see. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so anyway, lads, and um, that is the end of our episode. And uh, on the next Jellyfield Donut, we have a spicy one because uh, it's time for the Celadon City battle. Fantastic. Woo! No um, more filler. Yes, no more filler. And that's a decent filler, though. Yeah, I like that one. It's one you remember. You remember Hatley, like you remember oh yeah, the like, private with the Hatley, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, the jellyfish donuts, of course, yeah. That I really want to eat. Still <laughs> do, to be fair. Like if someone was to offer me some jellyfish donuts right now, I'd be like, yes. But there's a little just on the road. You can go on ahead yourself. Don't do the ones like that. Would, wouldn't Wouldn't it be funny if someone else was on the in on the joke and you could have ordered jellyfish donuts and what you get instead is rice balls? <laughs> That's what you really want, isn't it? You can imagine some prick that keeps doing that and just like literally gets sacked from every fucking donut shop because he does. <laughs> if you're out there, give us a share and we'll get you on the show. Um, but either way, lads, uh, again, thank you very much for watching the show. And again, we will be uh, fighting Erica next time uh, we, uh, we we join you on this podcast. But for now, uh, by all means, uh, give us a listen on all of our other previous episodes, our other fantastic 25 episodes we've done here. Um, all fun, no filler. Obviously, uh, you can uh, subscribe to us. Uh, you can subscribe to Glow Blows uh, to watch, listen to all their other stuff as well. Their uh, their weekly uh, wrestling recap, if you want, or their Ask Glow Blows, uh, where again they uh, they uh, will answer anything, any of the questions that there that you give them, uh, and uh, hopefully you learn something from that show. Um, I know I have. I can't remember what it was, but I've learned something <laughs> from it. But either way, uh, we'll see you next time. If you're watching the video version of this on Nerds of Us, by all means, uh, support that channel as well. Or maybe you're just uh, listening to us on our own um, Spotify feed at Monday Madness LP. So give us a follow there and subscribe to us on YouTube, where we're nearly at a thousand lads. And only 70 of them are not sex pests, which is great. <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. So, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, we'll see you next time on the Jelly Phil Donut Podcast. Bye. Bye.